0: Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome once again to the most must hear podcast. Big mouth, small words, sports talk. I am sitting here in the Vikings lounge studios for the first time. And I got to tell you, if you were here you would dig. <laughs> it is nice down here. I got the banners above me flowing. I've got everything going on in here. It's great. Surrounded by sports memorabilia, everything. It's great atmosphere. I'm ready to go. And the biggest reason why I'm ready to go is because the Bruins showed up in game two. I mean, talk about night and day. I had to watch this whole game back because I had a little couple wobbly pops. And, uh... I felt like I knew what was going on, but I also felt like I had to rewatch it and see what was going on. Now, in game one, we lose four to one and we get completely outclassed. We get completely outplayed. In the first period, we got a goal, but we were, I'm telling you, that first period, we were outplayed in the first game. And Bergeron, you know, we get a power play. Bergeron gets it in and it looks like, okay, so. We, we didn't show up, but we still got that goal and, and maybe we can build off that. No, Toronto said, nope, we're going to slap the taste out of your mouth. We're going to beat you four to one, your own building. And I was a bit nervous, not not crazy nervous, but I was like, oh shit, I hope we show up. I mean, under Claude Julian, we had plenty of games like that where we just didn't show up under Cassidy. I'd never seen that. And to do it in game one of the playoffs was very alarming and very terrifying, but we corrected it. I'm going to tell you right now, game two, not only, and listen, not only did the players correct it, that place was fucking rocking. Gronk was waving the flag, going nuts. The crowd was screaming, let's go Bruins from the start. And let me tell you something, they hammered people. And by the way, Cassidy understands. He's got his finger on the pulse of this team. He puts in David Backus. I'm thinking in my head, what the hell are you doing, man? What the hell are you doing? He sticks with the lines that he had because he believed in them. And he puts David Backus in. And Backus was awesome. He was hitting everybody. Now, listen, it's not sustainable. I mean, he's not going to be able to do that throughout the whole uh, series but he listen he, he we needed a little bit of physicality and he he stepped it up I saw David Krejci bodying people I saw Pasternak bodying people everybody was hitting everybody and Toronto was fucking scared and I love to watch it Kadri listen that guy better be suspended for a while because that cross check that he did to Jake DeBrusque now listen kudos to Jake DeBrusque. I'm a little scatterbrained here, but kudos to Jake DeBrusque. He had a horrible game one. He was one of my lowest three players when I watched when I I was looking at game one, and he had to do something. He just had a lot of bad luck, and he just really wasn't good in game one. He then took that and was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes in the playoffs to make it happen, and he was a little, he was, listen, he was riding that line. I mean, he was riding the line of old-school Marshmont. I mean, he was kind of... He was riding the line of of being a little dirty. And I I loved it, because in the playoffs, you got to kind of be like that. You've got to be willing to go for it. And and he knew that he was painting a target on his back, and he didn't care. But uh, you'd never notice that that happened, seeing as how Kadri was being who he is. Because, my God, some of the shit that he did in that game is pissing me off. But nothing was worse than the cross-check to Jake DeBrusque he has to be gone for five games. You heard it here first. Big mouth, small words. He's got to be gone for five games. It's not official yet, but it has to happen. They've got to make an example out of that. You can't just walk over and cross-check someone in the face. He's lucky the chart didn't fucking beat the bag out of him after that. I mean, it was fucked up. And if, listen, Kadri's a piece of shit. I'm not going to take too much time on the guy, but you got to get rid of that shit in the game of hockey. You got to get rid of that stuff. You know, They want to try to take away fighting and all the good stuff. Don't be. Don't take away the bad shit. The refs have to do a better job in the beginning of the game of of holding teams accountable because they were just kind of letting it go. And I'm like, this is gonna get ugly real fast. So we lose four to one game one. We win four to one game two, and it could have been worse. I mean, we really shelled them, and everybody played great. Everybody got it going. I think at times Pasternak is too fancy. He needs to just put his head down and just make a pass or take a shot. I think he... I mean, against the Maple Leafs, it's it's working out, but he needs to watch himself. I think he, he needs to be a little more... Have a little bit of more Bergeron in him. Uh, losing Tory Krug. I They have not officially said how bad that is. It didn't look good. It looked like he got a concussion. So... We lose Krug, man. What the fuck do we do about our defense? We don't have Kevin Miller. We don't... We're really... We're depleted, and we're hurting, and I'm terrified. We're going to have to call somebody up, and it's not going to be great. So... Got to hope that Krug's only going to be out for the series. Really hope that... And even if he is out for the series, this is rough. Because we're going back to Toronto tonight. No doubt it's going to be a hostile environment. They want to get back at us. So... Listen, if I've learned anything about about hockey in general, in the NHL, anything can happen. Look at the lightning. Look at the fucking lightning. I would have told you before all of this started that they were a shoe in Not to win because you can never say to win. But I was, I was pretty confident that they could beat us. And I was pretty confident that they were going to the finals. You can't score a hundred and something points and be one of the considered one of the better teams of our generation and go down 0-3 to the fucking Blue Jackets. I knew the Blue Jackets were scrappy and that they could give them a little bit of a fit. I thought maybe they could take him six games. Well, they're taking him seven no matter what. And I don't see how the Lightning can win four games in a row. So I mean the Bruins got to look at that and just fucking foam at the mouth and realize that this is their moment. This is their time. You've got to go. The Islanders are, are smacking up on, on the fucking Penguins. They're down 302. And I, I mean, this is a year where the Bruins need to fucking establish themselves, get it going, and prove what they are and be the team that can get it going. So. I'm really happy for what I saw game two. They have to come out in Toronto and be as physical as they were in game two. They have to. They have to hit the shit out of them. Get them off their game. I think the biggest thing and the the biggest thing I took away from it is number one. The defense helped Tuca ask. Tuca. Is just not going to steal you games. I think he's proven that. I think there's enough of a sample size for everybody to look at it. If you love Tuca, if you hate Tuca, there's one thing that I would hope that we could all agree on, and that's that he's not going to steal you a game. It just doesn't happen. It never does. So defense has got to play in front of him, and we've got to be physical, and he'll make the saves that he should save, I believe. When he starts getting shelled, he's going to slide one through, and there's really nothing you can do about it. So <coughs> a hostile environment tonight. Gotta make sure we're on the four check. I think four check is number one. Stay home. Don't be crazy. Don't take too many crazy chances, man. I mean, I'm not telling you to be like Claude and pack it in, but I'm saying in the first period, weather the storm. Weather the goddamn storm in the first. About halfway through the first, start implementing your game, hit the shit out of them, and then see what happens. Uh I'm I'm hoping we can take one. I'd like to take two, obviously, but I don't know. If if I were to predict and tell you what I think is going to happen, what I hope is going to happen, I'm hoping it's I'm hoping it's three to two Bruins. I'm hoping that we uh, squeak it out at the end. I, I but I don't I don't even think honestly. So what I really think is, I think the Bruins go out to a two nothing lead. I think they just really start hammering them, and then one squeaks in in the second, and then <coughs> Toronto ties it, and then. We scored the last one in the third off of a greasy, dirty tip from maybe someone you wouldn't expect. Like, I mean, maybe Coil. Maybe you would expect Coil now. I got to give Coyle some props because most of the year I looked at my buddy Duff and I said, don't color me impressed with Coil," because he did everything right, but he could never put the puck in the net. He's done that now. He is maybe the most complete person we have right now. That is, I mean, for the last two games in the playoffs this year, he had a good game one. He was one of the few people that had a good game one. So uh kudos to Coyle. Kudos to Coyle for Make a shirt. And uh yeah, hopefully we can win three to two tonight. Get it going, fucking love it. So that's what I'm thinking about the Bruins. We'll see what happens. Next segment, we're going C's. Celtics motherfuckers. Stick around. So it's no secret how most people have felt about the Celtics this entire year. And no doubt I've neglected them a bit. But... I listen, I'm always going to be invested because my grandmother is a diehard Celtics fan. I love her. Shout out to Situ. And I've tried to watch this year. It's been really hard because we've been lucky, man. We had and it's not always about championships when you're rooting for a team. It really isn't. I mean, especially in Boston. You guys know, like you don't always have to win a cup to love a team or win a championship to to love a team. We had Isaiah Thomas and that was magic. It was magical. It was so easy to root for a team like that. They're so gritty. They want it. And then even last year, you know, Kyrie goes down and you're like, well, it's we're screwed. And then Tatum and Jalen Brown and everybody goes together. You don't have Hayward. You don't have Kyrie. And everybody bands together. And they come within a game of beating LeBron in game seven. I mean, that's fun stuff. That is, that's what you love especially here in Boston it's beautiful stuff so then you get this team and you go well here we go we finally have an all-star team Haywood's back Kyrie's back we're gonna start smashing people and then get a slow start and everyone's like it's okay like I I, be- I think it was I think it took me till 75% of the season was over where I was still saying no we're gonna get hot we're gonna get hot at the end and Snag, like, the second seed and figure it out. And then it got to a point where there were, like, I want to say 12 games left. And I finally had that realization of, like, fuck, it's over. Like, maybe we can steal the fourth seed. But that is pathetic that we had to get to that point. Um, Yeah, it's unbelievable to me. So, anyway... The Celtics have underperformed. There's no question about that. And the only way for them to salvage this season is to make the finals. Or, no, you got to make the finals. I'm sorry. I would like to say that if they made Now, everyone's kind of tempered their expectations. But if you think back to the beginning of the year, it was finals or bust for this team. And I'm going to hold them accountable. I'm saying finals or bust. So, Hayward finally is getting a little better. I think that next year he's going to be back to his full self. He's still not there yet. But he's... Contributing And listen, the Celtics went out la- yesterday. Sorry, it was a day game. They handled business. In the beginning, it was pathetic. No one could hit a goddamn shot. I think we were shooting from 33% or something abysmal like that. And then Marquise Morris starts getting hot classically. But I'll tell you right now, that shit doesn't happen on the road. A guy like Morris, great. He gets fired up. But he is hot or cold. When he's hot, he's hot. When he's cold, he's cold. If he wasn't at home, he misses all those shots. And then it's all on Kyrie. And then it's all on Tatum. And it's all on Hayward. And it it starts getting nerve wracking. If that game was on the road, we would have gotten blown the F out of the goddamn building. We would have got blown the fuck out. Okay? We went 84 to 74. We handled business. We weathered their early storm. Keep in mind, though, they don't have Victor Oladipo, they don't have they don't have a superstar. And and the Pacers, in a lot of ways, were the best team that we could face. Hopefully, we can. I feel like there's no way we don't. We're going to win this series in five or four or five. I really believe that. I don't think it's going six. Uh, <laughs> we're just so much better than them. Excuse me, and. I'm hoping that we can look at them when they I didn't want to just blow them out in the first game. I want them to be close to us because I want Brad to be able to show them film and go, hey, do you see what happens when a team plays as a team? Like, obviously, we're going to need Kyrie to beat those other teams. But if we were playing as a team, and we're playing team ball, we would be a lot harder to beat. Not only that, but we got to play better defense. We're not playing good defense. Um, rebounding was great. Which I never thought I would ever say, but keep in mind, they don't have like a legitimate big, so that's kind of easy. Uh, So yeah, I'm not going to spend a crazy, crazy amount of time on the Cs, but I do need to talk about the fact that it really is finals or bust for these guys. They've got to make it happen. They've got to make them learn, and I think they will. I think we're winning in four or five. I'm really hoping that Brad Stevens can really preach to them and get them to dig down and play some defense, because that is going to be a big problem. So looking ahead a little bit, we beat the Pacers here. We're getting the Bucks in the second round. I like that matchup, too. They're, they're injured. They're limping into it. I I like that matchup, and and it's getting me a little fired up to think about because all of a sudden, we play Milwaukee, we're more healthy, and we beat them, and then I would assume you'd play the Raptors in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I'm going to tell you right now, anything can happen. Toronto's not as strong on their home court as most people, and they have that, listen, their fan base knows that they could muff it up at any moment. I know you could say the same thing about Kyrie, but Kawhi Leonard's out of there at the end of the year. If he starts sucking over there, they're going to they're going to start doubting him and I just think the Boston fan base is stronger than that. I think we're stronger than them. I think that we are going to ride out this season whether it looks the best or looks the worst. I mean, we could be down 20 in the last game and still be freaking out like we're in the lead. So I think that Fortitude is going to play a big role in this series. And what happens, Hayward has to be a little better than what he's been. Horford has to keep being Horford. I like it. I got to just say, I really got to say, I like where we're at right now. I think the Celtics are going to make a run. And I'm very shocked that I'm saying that. But the road is... It's a clear path, man. They really have a clear path to this. They could absolutely make it happen. And I think they will. I see them in the Eastern Conference Finals. I see them going 7-6 or 7. And I hopefully see them winning. Can't look that far ahead, but hopefully they win. So... Go fucking Celtics. Get it going. Let's go, Kyrie. Get it. Let's come on. Come on. Get it. And thank you once again for listening to Big Mouth Small Word Sports Talk. You guys are the best. I've been getting a lot of time hop things about, oh, starting the podcast last year, about three weeks before this, and talking about how the Celtics-Bruins playoffs, best time of the year for me. It is the best time of the year. I absolutely love it. Go Bruins tonight. Get it going. 3-2 win. You heard it here first. I'm very excited. I'm fired up. Can't wait to talk to you guys again. And thank you once again for listening to Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. Click.